0: Hi, I'm Brad and I'm Isaiah,
1: and this is Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. So, Isaiah, how has your week been?
0: Oh, you know, another week down. Uh, I know I talk about it a lot, but I did some eating. Uh, had a taco party on Friday. We uh, did some steak and pork tacos. Taco party sounds fun. I mean, it was very fun. We just kind of walked in there. There was like some mole going. I don't know if you guys know what that is. Some mole going? Mole, mole, mole. Uh, It's like some chocolate and like, it gets turned into some kind of sauce. Oh, you wait. Get, I thought that was just slang for guacamole. No, no, no. Because we did have guacamole as well. We had that too. I thought you were just being cute. No, it was a whole tray of things. I mean, okay. there's cilantro, onions, all kinds of stuff. Um, So that was like kind of the highlight. Um, I like how your highlights are always food. It's always food related. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, what else did we do? I did some work, of course. You know, at the old grindstone. Ding 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 ding.
1: I say, as a cardboard master.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a cardboard connoisseur, if you will. Um, but overall, I would say a good week. Um, oh, what else did I do? More food. Um, shout out to Melt Revival. There you go. You guys have some banging sandwiches. They're very tasty. Go there and eat. Organic, gluten-free food. Not I'm that I'm start calling this
1: first part Isaiah's food sandwich. It's Isaiah Food Corner.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that, <laughs> Isaiah's food good. stand. We might make that a segment. Who knows? Um, that sounds. It amazing. was. It was an amazing sandwich called the Rachel. Adorable the Rachel? Um, it was like had sauerkraut, kind of like this cabbage going on. Um, there they had the meats on there. Um, oh they have the meats. they have the meats i'm here to tell you that arby's has the meats but like the melt might have the meats with a capital h-a-v-e so i don't know okay um then they had like roasted potatoes i was like i thought it was gonna be a potato salad they said no we're giving you wedges dog whole wedges with a sauce so that happened um and yeah like i said overall good week i'm not complaining about it i'm staying positive um so yeah How about you, brother, Brad? <sighs> Got fired. What? <laughs> yeah. This is a bombshell. See, we go through an overview here, guys, but we don't always tell each other our full truth sometimes so we press play. So now, whoa, Brad, whoa.
1: Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I mean...
0: And well, you don't have to be fully candid if you don't want to. Obviously it's okay. This isn't like a slam session or anything like that, you know, but
1: No, no. It's it's uh it's really dumb.
0: It's I got fired for smoking weed. <laughs> Sorry for partying is pretty much. What I happened. went I
1: went on my break. Uh I have a dry flower
0: vaporizer.
1: Um you know it it, it dissipates the smell more yeah. than like if I'm smoking a blunt yeah we're hitting that
0: thing right now and i'm like it's, 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 not tells, that it's bad. it doesn't even smell like teen spirit guys
1: but uh the security guard that works there is like the most cop like he's you know like a security guard's a security guard you know not yeah. usually you're not always cops like
0: um, but they're like they come from that kind of stock of like hey yeah, i do a lot sometimes. of this kind of beat we're, i
1: used to be a cop or whatever this dude was like definitely like you could He's the most <laughs> cop-looking cop you've ever fucking seen, and he's just uh Normally, he's like a pretty nice guy, but uh, I guess he's just like got a tiny dick or something, <laughs> 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 or it's just something bothering him, where he just decided to be a, a bitch-ass one. Day. He had a nacho-sized chip on his shoulder, involved. and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's just like him, and I guess just maybe some other narc-ass people. Basically, like I thought everybody there was pretty chill because it's like a. It's to name drop. Everything but the house, you lame asses. Yeah, <laughs> everything but the house. Don't buy their stuff. Whoa, we yeah, did it. We said it. Okay. Well, but, well, here's the thing: is I thought every I thought everybody there was cool. I thought it was a great place. It's like a working at a museum. Um, but turns out it's a uh, a bunch of white bread ass honky ass like lame
0: people. So you know, I mean, sadly, this is kind of fitting the the the, the mythos that I thought for this place. It's like the ending of Indiana Jones the warehouse and i've kind of had that picture of your job and i mean i guess i'm not surprised that they're stuffy fuck oh, i don't think i didn't make it out there with the crystal skull <laughs> okay well, good, 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 he's like no we made it out uh no
1: well I, okay so it worked out for the better i like to think though because a couple things one i took that time off uh they sent me home like tuesday after my i came in for my lunch break they're like brad can we talk to you and they just, like, sent me home. Was just, like, just get, like, lame.
0: But, yeah.
1: But anyway, um, after, like, after they sent me home, I used my time pretty wisely. I cooked breakfast for this girl I was talking to. Okay. That was pretty nice. Okay. You know?
0: So there you go. There's an update there. Yeah. Love it's getting a little better.
1: Uh, And then, well, you know, she's. She was nice, had, had a nice breakfast. Okay. And then I also took the time to work on my jump shot, which is important when you're a five foot six white guy who's also in his late 20s and has no shot of um, anything athletic. It's very important to hone that skill.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, that's very Michael Scott of you, I feel like. But all right, I like where your head's at. You're not in a negative place. You're like, no, I'm working on me right now.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, I got the deadliest free throw in the game.
0: Like, Hell yeah, dude. Because <clears throat> spring has happened. It's, it's sprung at this point. Yeah, Ohio's a little bit begrudging. Actually, I forgot to mention that, not to cut you off, because this is important. That snow, that yeah. snow that happened this week? What the fuck? What in the hell, Ohio? And I get that it happened across the Midwest That's just or Ohio thing,
1: man. Because
0: it, But it's just like, come on. Like, I don't know about you, and maybe this is me being a brat, but I'm like, I was ready for spring. I'm living here right now. And I mean, today was nice. We got back to it. But literally, what was it? Thursday morning, I wake up to snow. I'm like, Good well, I, I guess I got to put my crop top away. Like, I was upset. But anyway. Isaiah rocks the hell out of a crop top. I mean, this belly needs to be exposed. But that's a whole other podcast. Brad, back to your jump shot. <laughs> oh man. That's <laughs> your sick jumper.
1: I mean it's 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 pretty icy. I don't know. I don't it's think... icy, it's cold. No, I mean, so yeah, I utilize my time pretty well. Uh that I had had some free time in the week. Um and also
0: I got a new job already. I was gonna say so are you on the hunt or are you usually in a job? Yeah, already,
1: I'm already got I got a job as a caseworker. I'm gonna be uh hooking up Homeless people with uh like Section Eight and like just, oh like, yeah and like housing. You flipped it into something wholesome. Oh, and uh, already making like three dollars more an
0: hour. Hell
1: yeah! Oh, and I have my own office. Hell
0: yeah! That's <laughs> a cubicle, Suck motherfuckers. It. Hell yeah, dude! You like it? We are about that, and I'm really glad that even though you had some tribulations, my brother, that hey, you flipped that shit and reversed it, and you got a sick mean jumper. Yeah, dude, trials and tribulations, sick jumper, out. <laughs> sick jumper out of it. Now featuring. <laughs> Kobe would be proud. Hands. So, okay. Um, <laughs> you hit me with a lot, bro. I was not prepared for this. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, and, uh, oh, well, and then uh, ended up hanging out with my best buddy, Chris. Got super drunk with him last night. And that was my week.
0: Now it's over. Shout out to Chris. Bam. You're a real one.
1: Yes, OG day one. Also, fun fact for everybody who doesn't know because and probably does not care. Me and my best friend. Chris Black, born on the same day, same month, same year, in the same hospital. Tell me that ain't some crazy shit. That
0: is some ultimate birthday buddy shit. Yeah, that is like we like met like the eighth
1: grade, like
0: didn't know, but you guys were in the same hospital,
1: bro. You're like definitely in the same like baby room
0: or infirmary. Yeah, that's like a movie, dude. That's That's, a movie. That's like I'm picturing some like indie band making a whole fucking deep documentary on this moment of you. And and Chris and just like, boom! This is us now. We just made a million dollars.
1: Well, we we make music, so we'll we'll be the indie band. Just make it happen, for yeah, it, please. Bro. I need a, uh, I need to
0: spam like that.
1: And on that note,
0: <laughs> on that note, we're tell gonna, us
1: tell us about the news for the week. I we're think. gonna get into some real news,
0: guys. Yeah. Um, you guys are learning with me uh, that the news is not fun. Um, there's a lot of sad things going on. A lot of hard things going on. Maybe that's why you guys don't turn it on, and uh, I get that. I know I've been there before. Um, This time last year, I remember I was turning off my news updates, because I was sick of hearing about COVID, 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 COVID. Um, But at the same time, uh, here we are, and we're going to talk about some things going on, and hopefully bring some levity to it where we can. That's where we come in. Um, Yeah, we
1: just, we try to talk about what's going on, be informative, but
0: we try to we try to be funny. Yeah, we, we try to bring some we it. try to up it up. We try to bring some pizzazz where we can some pizzazz. But um, just starting things off, uh, I wanted to talk about the Derek Chauvin trial um, in the death of George Floyd. Um, big topic. This a lot of people have been talking about. This. Yeah, and I mean, this has been a, 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 we've been gearing up for this, and it's kind of just now hitting and kind of flowing now um i think it is they're saying it is uh expected to last about a month uh pulling this news from abc news um meredith delicio um there we go again (laughs) (laughs) gotta love some idioms i'm gonna be hitting y'all with that we're working on it we're growing but we're terrible at pronouncing but yeah i'm a butthole about this kind of stuff and honestly if we run long today or we run short today it happens. Okay. That, but it's still, we're giving you the news and we're always going to try to give you a chance to find it too. Um, so that way you can kind of come back at us too. And tell us what you think. Cause we do want to hear from you guys. Um, it's not just a two man show here. We want to hear from you and what you guys have to say and think about this kind of stuff, whether it's hit us up. Yeah. Hit us up. Whether you agree or disagree with what we have to say, or, you know, have some extra input or insights. We would love to hear it. Um, But pretty much how it's going so far, like first big weekend. um, The trial for Derek Chauvin, the former police officer charged in the death of George Floyd, wrapped its first week in Minneapolis with the opening statements and several key witness testimonies. The high profile trial is expected to last another three weeks as Chauvin faces charges of manslaughter, second degree murder and third degree murder. Even President Joe Biden is watching closely, according to White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. In the opening statement on Monday, prosecutor Jerry Blackwell told the jury that Chauvin betrayed his badge when he dug his knee into Floyd's neck until the very life was squeezed out of him, end quote. He played part of the video shot by a teenage bystander Of the May 25th, 2020 incident and alleged that Chauvin had his knee on the back of Floyd's neck for longer than eight minutes and 46 seconds. The time initially included in a criminal complaint, Blackwell said, Blackwell said Chauvin dug his knee into Floyd's neck for 9 minutes 29 seconds, long enough to cause Floyd's death as a result of oxygen deficiency. In his opening statement, Chauvin's attorney, Eric Nelson, countered that the case is far greater than nine minutes and 29 seconds, end quote, and urged the jury to consider all of the evidence.
1: He said, and they're referencing the video that the girl shot? Yes. And, well, like, there was, like, do you remember? Um, I think there was multiple videos. Yes. I think the, like, there was, like, a group of, like probably about a handful of people Mm -hmm. that were standing there in front of like that situation. And uh, at least, you know, I think two, at least two of them had cell phones recording. Mm -hmm. And um, so I don't, I don't know what particular video they're referencing. Um, I'd have to see it, but I do know that one of the gentlemen that was either recording or was definitely there, they had him on trial. I was watching it on Facebook live Mm because they're uh, broadcasting the trial. And, it was some bull because they were like the prosecutor or I'm sorry, not the prosecutor, the uh, defense. defense. Yeah. The guys, you know, supporting mm-hmm. Chauvin or whatever was, uh, it was it was some bull, man, because they were trying to attack this witness saying that like, basically he wasn't a very credible witness because he was verbally assaulting uh, Chauvin as it was going on. Yeah. And, and these are the verbal, so his verbal assaults were like, Hey man, like you're a clown. Get your knee off him. Like you know, take your knee off him, you clown. Yeah. Which is like, really? Like, what the fuck are you supposed to say when somebody you're literally watching, is watching this a murder happen, happen yeah. in front of you
0: it, right now? But, in that moment, it is an assault, very clearly. Like whether or not justice needed to be carried out, whatever your perspective yeah. is, you're seeing this happen, and like this is not conventional. And you're, what we're what you're kind of alluding to is. These people, it's not just the person who's recording. They all kind of get together and say, we had to sit here and watch these cops kill someone. Yeah, And there are several accounts and testimonies of people saying, look what you're doing. And then none of them look at it any other way. Yeah. Like Like it's it's all like,
1: like, like, this is a murder. Like,
0: yeah. They're like, we were going to help. Like the paramedic on the scene. They're like, we were trying to, I was trying to sit there and tell them, Hey, let me let me help. Let me you know assist you guys. And they're like, yeah. no. Well, then let me tell you what to do because right now that man is dying. Yeah. And they're like, and they just they more or less shrug it off and they stand and they try to block the scene. I mean,
1: multiple times uh, the people just as the the citizen witnesses that we're referring to, um, like they I mean, in the videos that you hear him say, like, bro, like he, he you're on his neck. He can't like get off. Just get off his neck. Yeah. Like anyway.
0: No, you're good. Yeah. It, Continue. You're totally good. Um, So witnesses called by the prosecution have been providing emotional testimony while taking the stand. Among them, now former Cup Foods clerk Christopher Martin says he regrets telling his manager about the counterfeit $20 bill that led to Floyd's detainment and subsequent death. The high school student behind the viral video of Floyd's arrest told prosecutors that she wishes she could have done more. I stayed up at night apologizing and apologizing to George Floyd for not doing more and not physically interacting, not saving his life, said Darnella Fraser. And these are just more people who are just saying, like, look, we saw this happen. We wanted to do something. I mean, our hands were literally tied. Mm-hmm. Um, Minneapolis firefighter Genevieve Hansen broke down into tears, testifying that she felt helpless and desperate when the police prevented her from giving medical aid to Floyd as he lay handcuffed on the ground. At one point, Hennepin County Judge Peter Cowhill called for a ten-minute recess so that one witness, Charles McMillan, could gather himself after watching the composite video of the officer's body camera and surveillance camera at Cup Foods showing officers trying to get Floyd in a squad car. Um, the mixed mar- a mixed martial arts fighter who was a bystander to the arrest. Also- that was actually the guy I was referring to. Exactly, that the, the witness. because yes. to- mm-hmm. yeah. he's a, he's going to describe this thing called a yeah. blood choke. Yeah, and pretty much he's saying like this is the same move that you would use to like you can't use this kind of thing in actual fighting. Like it's the kind of thing that can kill a man. Yeah. And i'm he's watching Derek Chauvin do this thing to another man while other cops are here, everyone's yeah. watching, and he calls him on it, yeah, 32. and it's one of those things where they they then he he tries to get ahead of it too he's like you can't paint me as angry yeah because you kind of what you were saying this the, the yeah. things he was saying on um. On yeah tape. yeah like the the the, the, the defense tries said, to say you were getting upset you yeah. were getting irate like you were escalating this. he called him a
1: clown 20 times or something and yeah. he's like it was a joke
0: yeah he's like no you're not gonna sit here and make me the angry black man pretty much yeah that's that's, that's what bullshit. they were trying to yeah. say is like, you were instigating the situation it's like no i i couldn't stop it i was doing the best i could so um bullshit the bullshit that's right. We have a soundboard now, so yeah, we were, we've been sleeping on it. But hey, we've awakened it for the second episode. Like before, I wanted to be like, "Yeah,
1: guys, I got fired."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad we used this to "Kill Bill Seeing Red" moment. It's either gonna be Kill Bill or Airhorn. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made the right choice. Yeah. Um. The first witness to take the stand in the trial, a Minneapolis 911 dispatcher, told the court she had a gut instinct that something might be wrong when she saw Floyd on the ground during the arrest on the monitor, on a monitor. Jenna Scurry said she took that instinct and decided to call the sergeant who supervises police officers. So that's already someone saying who sees these things on a regular basis. This is bizarre. This is wrong. Like yeah. I need to get ahead of this. I need to get just more input. Um, so that's pretty much what we wanted to start the coverage of with George. Yeah,
1: just, it seems like the main, like I said, the main thing people Yeah, because there's a about.
0: lot of details. His girlfriend has also been on the stand. Um uh Jones? No, uh, George Floyd's oh, boy, girlfriend yeah. okay. talking just, you know, about his state. And I also mentioned about him being sick, the drug stuff, yada, yada, yada. And Cross has gone at that to try to say this side of the third, um, that's available also on CNN too, if you want to look into that, of course. Um, but to me, we obviously keep you guys posted as this unfolds week to week. Like I said, it is going to be about a three week trial. So, um... But now, of course, like I said, things being the news being what it is, there is almost always a shooting, and it seems this year has been since we've been let I out of the gate. Thought I, I, like, I thought I had seen something about another shooting this week. There, there was actually like kind of several or like two big oh ones. My gosh. So like this one happened in the Capitol, and this is why. Like obviously, you know, June or January sixth was crazy. Yeah. We had that whole thing, and I think. The general area is on a heightened alert. So anything that happens is going to be big news. Uh, And This is kind of what happened. Um, This coming from Metro News, Mike Nolting. Um, In Washington, D.C., the suspect in Friday's U.S. Capitol attack has ties to West Virginia and recently submitted a request to change his name in an Indiana court. According to various reports, Noah Green... 25, played football and ran track at Glenville State College before transferring to Christopher Newport University in Virginia. Not that this is important, but uh, Noah Green, that's his name?
1: mm mm-hmm. uh, African-American gentleman, which is unusual for a... Uh, or are just not the, not the
0: norm that we're used it's, to. It's definitely something that this is a very left field kind of situation. I think you, you're definitely used to seeing a certain demographic. but And they said that he tried to change his name. Is this an uh, extremist situation? No, I, I'm not sure. I, they don't have too much details yet. Okay. Okay. But it's just that that's something that they kind of said, hey, that's a fact that has happened. He was trying to transfer out, change things out. So maybe things are going to unfold that tell us more. I think I might have referred to him as a gentleman before. He's not a gentleman, by the way, because he shot people. So. True, true. But so, anyway, I know what you mean. You're being, you know, formal. That's candor. Yeah. But <laughs> obviously, I yeah, know he did a bad thing. He did a bad thing. Um, Tell us about the bad thing, is it? But he graduated with a degree in finance from CNU in 2019. Green was born in Fairlea, West Virginia, and grew up in nearby Covington, Virginia. Got family from West Virginia. Okay, little, you know, mm-hmm. mountain mamas. Um,
1: <laughs> Take me home.
0: Uh, Let's see. Little John Denver. (laughs) Yeah. Green allegedly drove his car into the North Barricade at the U.S. Capitol, striking two police officers. Then, According to the agency, uh, then Green exited the vehicle with a knife and ran towards other officers who shot him. Green died at a Washington, D.C. hospital. Officer Billy Evans... So, oh, I'm sorry. Did did he not even shoot anybody? No, he, he had just, a knife. He, he ran he, over two people with oh, his car, okay. that's still then crazy. got out, and yeah. then proceeded to go I think our referred to him also as
1: a shooter, but that's still, like, yeah. that's still a pretty freaking crazy incident. It, it's
0: a, yeah, this is one of those things that happens in a, a very flash of a moment, and yeah. it, it definitely makes me think there's definitely more under the surface in terms of like what was you know, behind his mental or what? Yeah, called. that seems very, you know, I don't know. Um, mm. but yeah, we definitely don't want to excuse the kind of actions like, no,
1: no matter what you but... like, even with mental illness or even no matter like how much you're going through, you can't be doing stuff like that. Yeah. Awesome.
0: But officer Billy Evans an 18 year veteran of the Capitol police force died from injuries in the collision. And authorities are still trying to determine a motive. Um, and we'll hopefully keep you posted on that as well. Um, now, this is another shooting. This is a mass shooting. Um, let's see. This is from the New York Post. Um, Aline A.J. Gonnelli. Uh, three people were killed and four others were shot when a house party in Wilmington, North Carolina went bad Friday night. Shot up a house party. Yeah.
1: Talk about buzzkill, no (laughs)
0: pun intended. (laughs) Uh, Wilmington Police Chief Donnie Williams offered few details about the incident, which happened around midnight, according to NBC affiliate WECT News. The shooter or shooters left the scene before police arrived. Williams said officials did not yet have a motive but they didn't think there was danger to the general public. We feel like this is an isolated incident related to the party. So that is another shooting, but it's not on a bigger scale. No crazy motives or anything like that. At least I know it's just some stupid
1: fucking ex-boyfriend shit. Right. Like
0: what, Tina? Like, you don't want to be with me. All right. (laughs) That's what he sounded like. Exactly. Um, In other news, we have Amazon getting a little bit of spotlight. Um, They, I mean, if you know anything about Amazon, you know that they have a very hot and cold reputation with society at large. I mean, they're doing a lot of great things with the wages they offer and the benefits. But at the same time, there are certain practices that they do that have been a little bit suspect the idea of unionization has been very anti for a company like Amazon and there are other companies that you can throw into that lot as well but it's definitely one of those things where having the idea of having an efficiency, time on task, having a high rate of package delivery, it's something that can take a big toll on an employee. So the uh, Amazon apologizes says peeing in bottles is a thing is actually a thing for its drivers. So they initially, and this is coming from CNET, Edward, Noir, Edward Moyer, um, they initially tried to say, hey guys, we, uh, we definitely don't, that's not a thing. And it turns out it totally is a thing. So, I mean, we'll see more. And I mean, I get the feeling we're going to have more testimonies. I'm thinking Amazon's encouraging them. Like they're giving them pee bottles. <laughs> they like hey look with like a little amazon smile on it <laughs> with a little prime arrow <laughs> oh my gosh that would be great yeah the prime arrow is the fill line so i mean i i get the feeling where there are a lot of untold amazon stories and i mean i'm definitely as a warehouse worker always titillated to <laughs> find out more about them so isaiah before we start this next story you' gonna smell barrel, bro. Yeah, yeah. You already know I got one on deck, baby. Oh, pre-packed. Okay. You know, you know. We we come ready with the prime. Speaking of Amazon, come already. On Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Behind the scenes, hurtin we were looking at sounds, and we definitely had a three eleven thing that we, yeah, we almost hit you guys with.
1: <laughs> we were looking for intros, like little intro <laughs> songs and clips, and uh. Spotify tried to hit us with Name Drop Spotify.
0: names on Spotify are our new overlords. That's our our brand right now. We are aligned with the Swedish overlords.
1: (laughs) But uh, yeah, they're throwing some serious 311 at us. They wanted us to come original. It was hard to resist, but we we did. (laughs) I mean, I just felt like I felt like they felt like Amber was the color of our energy. They know. Whoa. On that note,
0: you're
1: on going to get note. back into the news, sir? Yeah,
0: we got some more news. We needed a little smoke break, though. Um, more from ABC. Uh, Mark Osborne. Now, this is per- not personal to me. I do love a good gossip. I do love a good drama. But more than all of that, I love a good con. I love a good scam. Um, not necessarily saying this one's good, but it is one that made the news. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jennifer C saha charged with running telemarketing fraud we'll never get an team. easy name on this we'll never ever get an easy name but she was arrested on tuesday and appeared to, uh, appeared before appeared before a federal court um real life real housewives of salt lake city which stars. how many cities do we need they are
1: so they're so deep can in we get a real housewives of cincinnati at this point i'm
0: ready needed. for it i would actually watch that i would watch that cuz i feel like it would just be so trashy in the best way but it'd be good yeah. i'd eat it up uh, sh- but Jennifer Saha has been arrested and charged with running a nationwide telemarketing fraud scheme according to the United States Attorney for Southern District of New York Real quick I think it's Shaw. Shah Shah okay yeah it, That's just my guess bro. It's like S H A H yeah So Shah we're going to go we're going to go with that I like that Um they were both they were charged let's see there's someone else Oh, okay, the assistant. Sahas assistant, Stuart Smith, has also been charged in the alleged scheme. Okay. They both were charged with a conspiracy to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing and conspiracy to commit money laundering. Mm. I'm up. <laughs> uh the sentence uh maximum is 30 30 and 20 years respectively, if convicted. So she'll potentially get 30. The assistant will get twenty. Um, so that is something. Hopefully, I can give you more details on. I love when celebrities just get caught up in their own little mess, yeah. thinking they got the juice. Like, hey, you know, it's whatever. We can do whatever, and it turns out, hey, no, you can't.
1: Like the mom from Full House, try to like. Pay yeah, exactly in that.
0: They fucking and got that, her for that they actually have that documentary on Netflix. It's it looks pretty solid. I'm I might have to check it out. I mean, I, I followed the case a little bit, but I mean. They kind of made it more of a movie style I thing. it like blew up. But yeah, I mean, because this dude went deep. He wasn't. It wasn't just a few couples. Like they had used this guy as an informant. and They're like, you're gonna flip a bunch of people. Oh yeah. So well,
1: yeah, I bet it was happening a lot.
0: Because mm-hmm. people think with money they get power. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have from the Los Angeles Times, uh, Steve Marble. Uh, apparently, Gordon G. Gordon. A G-Man, of course. G-Gordon Liddy. G-Gordon Liddy, the unrepentant Watergate burglar, uh, and also became a talk show host, dies. Powerful mustache. Yeah, so powerful mustache. I mean, hopefully we can you can go on Los Angeles Times and find this, but maybe we might get a link posted somewhere. Um, this man's stash is the whole thing. I mean, the suit, everything, he screams G-Man. He definitely looks like somebody Nixon would have break into strong arm ready to roll um so g gordon liddy the tough guy watergate operative who went to prison rather than testify and later turned his nixon era infamy into a successful television talk show career has died at the age of 90 uh it's just an interesting life you know uh he went from Pretty much being a no nonsense. I do have to get this fun fact in. He had the license it. plate H2O gate. Wow. And he was that bold about it. Like he owned it. Like he was just like he made it his whole brand. Yeah, he
1: like went to bars and tried to
0: pick up shit. Yeah, dude. He wasn't missing a beat for that. And he he said he would do it again. He, I was serving the president of the United States and I would do Watergate again. But with a much better crew, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I would oh, oceans eleven at this time." Yeah, and it's just one of those things where he says some definitely some spicy things. Uh, he says some stuff about Hitler, which I thought was very interesting. Hitler's sheer animal confidence and power of will entranced me. He recalled in a twenty twenty two thousand four interview. It's he sent an electric current through my body. So this dude was just <laughs> down to serve powerful people with whatever strong intention. Um and I mean after that he did flip his uh his his whole infamy into a talk show, the G Gordon Liddy Show. G Gordon Liddy Show straight to the point. Yeah. Sounds boom, boom. exhilarating. So I mean just some interesting news, uh, you know. Brad over here, he's our history guy. Uh, this is some some chunk of history, even though it's kind of yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. You know, I kind of just thought... kind of historical, but but uh, I mean, technically, current news. Exactly, a little blending, a little of both. Um, and then to wrap up for me and my little news, uh, thoughts and prayers are definitely out to DMX. Uh, I was just looking today and saw from TMZ that he is in grave condition. Uh, apparently he OD'd and, uh, those things aren't looking good. They got him as like a vegetative state. Yeah, like that like just happened. Uh, today is we're
1: recording, recording this episode, uh, the third, the thir- April, yeah, April, April 3rd. 3rd. It's for the week of the 29th of March to April 4th. Mm-hmm. And we're doing it on the third this week. It's
0: just yeah. what our schedule is like. Yeah. We get past. in when we fit in on the weekend,
1: but anyway, um, so it just happened last night though, right? On Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely sad. DMX is, uh, he's a legend. He he taught me how to stop. He taught me how to drop. Shut it down. He taught me how to shut it down. But open up shop. And he taught me how to open up shop.
0: Because, whoa, oh, that's that's how how rough rough riders roll, roll. guys. And you need to know that. If you don't, go listen to the tape. If there's anything you need to know in this life. It's that. for sure. Seth Rogen knew that, and now he's on the cover of magazines. GQ in it, booming, I mean, zaddy Blooming. These, zaddy these days. You know we had to talk about. It. <laughs> That's news for us. Yeah, you know our stone ass is gonna. We got gotta mention.
1: We gotta mention our dark loving Duke. Sense. That's a damn. I gotta get that on the soundboard. Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're
1: doing fat that, Albert. That's <laughs> not him. <laughs> We're sorry. Don't. He's gonna be pissed if you ever
0: hear this.
1: <laughs> Guys. Uh, Was is that all the news for? That's all the news, brother. I'm out of road, man. Definitely, uh, definitely. Best wishes to DMX. Yes,
0: thoughts and prayers. We'll keep you posted. Uh, Hopefully, we get some news quickly on that. Um, But yeah.
1: Well, I guess um, we'll transition into the history, if that's okay with you. Yeah, no,
0: I'm ready to hop in the time machine with you, brother. So take me on a journey. Take us
1: on a journey. I just I like to I like to keep you all informed on the historical things that happen throughout each week.
0: Check out the big brain on bread. Yes. That's right. <laughs> not my friend, that's right.
1: The uh, first thing on the timeline for this week, Samuel L. said that, y'all. Okay, yeah, if, you know, if Samuel L. says it about me, guys, it's got it. It's be true. true. <laughs> the, the first thing on the timeline for this week. Is in 742 Charlemagne that's uh not Charlemagne, not the Charlemagne you're thinking of, but Charlemagne first Holy Roman
0: Emperor is born. Okay. Yeah. Get it, Kid Charlemagne. <laughs> I'm a Steely Dan. It, it, it is the same Charlemagne? I don't know. I'm I'm the Steely Dan fan, so that's where it hits me. That's where I'm living. Oh, Get that's, down. That's your that's your Charlemagne <laughs> reference. That's my Charlemagne reference, is Kid Charlemagne. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, the Second thing on the timeline is in 1461, the armies of two kings, Henry the Sixth and Edward the Fourth, collide at Totten. Ooh, um, Battle of Totten. And like I just included that one because. Guys, can you imagine how crazy warfare was back in the day? That shit is so crazy. You had to run at
0: somebody with a giant sword, like a big blade. Yeah. And just hack somebody. You were lucky if if you had a spear. So that way it's like, I get some range. So I don't have to like smell this motherfucker as I kill him. And there's like freaking dudes on horseback and like
1: catapult. I can't
0: even imagine. I don't
1: know. It sounds terrible.
0: Dude, imagine a catapult full of random bile feces and limbs and shit hurled uh, you over your fortress, and they're just they're saying we're gonna do this all day. They yell that at you like mighty Python style, and it's like, but this is real life. Are you, are you making reference to something specifically that you heard, or you, is this just like it's a blend? It's a blend of. By It sounds like just- you like thought about it. Like you're like emperor isaiah it's a blend of by <laughs> like, far in your general direction meets the real biological warfare that they were capable of <laughs> okay weird uh, <laughs> uh in 1776
1: abigail adams writes to husband john that women are determined to foment a rebellion if the new declaration of independence fails to guarantee the rights uh which it might pretty much does uh, women don't really get rights for like another what, uh, hundred and yeah. I was gonna say years. they took their time getting there, but um, but and I, we're still I, working on it. I just I included it because I was like, yeah, Abigail, like she's like, listen, John, y'all better think about the women. And he was like,
0: sure thing, Abigail, but he didn't. He didn't because he's, he's a dick. He's a fucking man. It's, we're trash men we're really trash and honestly yeah, 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 it yeah. sucks that it saturates to a government level you know yeah uh
1: 1778 oliver pollock i believe is how you say it i think creates so. the dollar sign dollar dollar bills y'all that i that's what i was gonna say <laughs> he's how
0: to take it that was <laughs> the hanging
1: fruit cash rules everything around me cream, cream. oliver pollock Creates the dollar sign, y'all.
0: Y'all. <laughs> secret member of the Wu-Tang Clan. Confirmed? Can, can, question mark. <laughs> oh, man.
1: 1805, Hans Christian Andersen is born. He was a Danish author of fairy tales such as The Little Mermaid and The Ugly Duckling. Well, okay. Okay. The real story, though, Little mer- What were you going to say?
0: Well, no, I don't know. I don't know why I wanted to always go to this, like, the dick statue and the Disney thing. What?
1: Yeah, okay. But that's just where I go. It's a th- Guys, if you don't know, there's, like, a whole conspiracy with Disney and, like, their cartoons and, like, weird sex things in them and it's definitely kind of a thing.
0: Uh, but that's th- not his thing at all. That's not this guy's no, at all. No, that's not this guy's thing. <laughs> he did a whole grim- I was, like, I was just calling out Little Mermaid Disney. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I don't know why it's I needed to take thing. shots, but yeah, I, I did.
1: Google it. There's uh, pe- an original Little Mermaid VHS. There was like penises and like the background of like the castles. Yeah. And like uh, also the priest at at the end that marries them has a boner. See that, that part, like why? Like all that weird- And that's really it. That yeah. That actually went
0: back and, and checked that. It's like, that. are these two just doing bumps of cocaine in their back, like studios writing this is like. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right,
1: yeah.
0: But okay, so he made like the, the original like kind of Grim tale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you know how fairy tales because she they really darkest shit she back gets the
1: day. shitted on, dude. dude. In the original, you talk, you talk, yeah. about the
0: original, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Like, well, she gets turned to seafoam at the end. Basically, when she uh, there's a bunch of terrible things I forget, but. Long story of it that I remember is she gets the legs, but the condition is every step she takes feels like broken glass. So she's
0: in constant agony when she's on land. Walking on, walking on broken <laughs> glass. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, no, you had to. <clears throat> okay, sorry. sorry.
1: <laughs> um, that's beautiful.
0: I just picture Ariel making that walk,
1: though. like, But she, uh, so yeah, so she is in agony, and She had to like fight through that, pretend she wasn't to like win over the dude. Yeah. But if she didn't win over the dude, she would be turned into sea foam. And so like she had to fight through this pain, try to win it over his heart. And then at the end, he ends up marrying some other chick anyway. So she gets turned into sea foam.
0: Yeah, he's like, I don't even know. Yeah, he's just
1: like, Yeah, he's like, You did all this, you sacrificed everything for me. And And he said next. "Next?" Yeah. (laughs) Next. Oh my God! Flashback to next. Oh my goodness! She stepped gracious. off the bus. She stepped off the bus and got nexted. And
0: like and basically, like, can like, I just say barely got a date? Can I just say isn't sea foam just sea jizz? It's just water. Why would you say that? Isn't that though? Like, <laughs> Why is that like your hot take? Am I wrong? <laughs> I don't know that. What
1: you're is wrong. sea foam like? You know, like. I wouldn't immediately jump to jizz, but I when is it? Is
0: it the white kind of water that hits the shore? Is that sea foam? I guess. I'm sorry, I'm challenging. I don't know. (laughs) I don't.
1: I mean, that's actually a good question. (laughs) What creates the foam? What is sea foam? Somebody just
0: dropping soap in. Is it Poseidon's? I I just needed to get that out there. Yeah. I don't know. Burning question. Once again, if you ever want to hit us up and tell us things before I Google it. Inform us about seafoam. Tell us what seafoam is. <laughs> oh, damn.
1: 1841. I don't know. I feel like we got quite a bit off. We got on a whole seafoam I'm tangent. sorry.
0: I'm sorry I took us on a whole journey That's about good. fucking Poseidon dick and seafoam. But <laughs> I needed to know. Is it just We need to know
1: about seafoam. Get at us. 1841. <laughs> President William... Henry Harrison from Ohio represent hey Ohio uh, age 68 becomes the first president to die in office just a month after being sworn in damn uh, he gave like a big long uh, speech on like, a campaign speech. Um, I don't think it was his... Uh, not, it was either his inauguration Is this the guy who dies of pneumonia? Or his campaign speech. And he doesn't wear like a jacket or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This he,
0: is the dude! Oh, I always yeah. halfway remember the story! And it's like the most Ohio thing
1: ever that yeah. gets to be
0: president and I dies I love this story because he's like, they're like, hey, it's going to be a cold day. Like so You need to a wear, jacket, wear a jacket. Though. And he's like, that's nah. not presidential yeah. at all. That's
1: going to look weak.
0: I'm going to bare my chest like a man. And then he got sick like a man. <laughs> And, and
1: died, died. <laughs> like a <laughs> man. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> 1853, Vincent van Gogh, Dutch impressionist, uh, artist is born. He uh, also, this week in Vincent van Gogh history, uh, in 1987, uh, his I, I believe it's a painting. I should have looked this up. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Vincent Van Gogh's Sunflowers is bought for $39.85 million. Damn. So, I mean, whatever the hell. It Wait, was. it
0: was bought at that price that at that point? In
1: 1987, $39.85 million.
0: That's wild. Because then you got to think of inflation. So, like, the, how all, much like, that is now, bro? I, I would say double, roughly, maybe. At least. Yeah. Gotta be, dude. Like, 80 mil? Like that's crazy. That's fucking wild, dude. Yeah. Like, think like Banksy's shit has made money. I, I don't, I don't recall that. I don't stand th- that amalgam of artists, or whatever it is. Yeah. But like, Van Gogh just was doing this stuff, and it was just, oh my gosh, that's so much money. Sorry, that blew my mind.
1: Oh no, yeah, that's it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. In nine oh, I'm sorry, I was about to say 19. We're jumping way ahead in the timeline. In 1858, Hyman L. Littman of philadelphia patents the pencil with an eraser attached to one end
0: i'm gonna pat myself on the back for not laughing at hyman yeah i because i didn't giggle at all thank
1: you because i when i was making the list i I giggled at it
0: i'm sorry i'm on the inside i am on all (laughs) fours so awesome that's awesome erasers right (laughs) i blacked out there i'm sorry yeah erasers Erasers. yeah as I heard hyman my, yeah. <laughs> oh
1: man, i'm not fast enough with the soundboard to get back to that you're okay
0: i think everyone's thinking about hymens right now so we're oh, all yeah. very stimulated
1: guys the soundboard's gonna
0: it's gonna step up eventually ring is so johnny on the draw here dude we're gonna get so professional ring it's, ring gonna it's gonna be so fucking pro we're gonna be, by, you're gonna
1: be like seeing us 3D holograms in your living room. They're going to be
0: like, do we feel them right now? Are they in our house right now? Do we need to call a cop? No, don't. We're just in your ear. You're
1: going to be able to experience us in the fourth dimension.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Play
1: 4D chess with us. (laughs) Uh, 1860, the Pony Express connects
0: St. Joseph's. The Pony Express or the Pony Express? What did you think I said? I really hope you said Pony Express. The Pony Express? The The Pony Express? Express? Please say yes. Yes, Yes, that's the time they were living in.
1: The The Pony Express, which predates the Pony Express. Parallel Universe. They were they were Parallel Universe. They were (laughs) they were delivering puns across the country, which was much more important. Imagine
0: (laughs) you just open your mail and it's like the punniest dad joke you've ever heard. Uh, You look out to the sun.
1: That was good. The Pony Express connects Saint Joseph. Missouri, and Sacramento, California. Nice. Yeah. That's 1860, in case anybody forgot. And
0: now we can send text messages. Crazy shit.
1: Yeah, it only took 150 years.
0: Only? That's it. Oh. 1867,
1: the United States purchases Alaska from Russia for $7.2 million. That actually does
0: sound like a deal.
1: It sounds like a deal. I don't. I had to check the inflation on that because it's eighteen sixty. Yeah. You know, and seven point two million. True.
0: Okay, that sounds like less of a deal when I'm thinking but, back then. But it's
1: Alaska.
0: It's a lot of snow. I don't want to. I don't
1: want to. And then, and then, like the. Uh, I don't know if I don't think I even had this on my timeline, but the U.S. Uh, purchased the Virgin Islands from like another country, like that. Marcus from Shiz, like fifty years later. Or something like that and but uh it wasn't like super long later It was like 50 years later and they bought it for 25 million dollars and that's the virgin islands so like i just i like i feel like when you get alaska even if that inflation is like 100 million now and like dude that's you got alaska yeah it's such a
0: big piece of land i think people like forget how big alaska is it's vast it's like three texases but like and then we have that pipeline, so it does wind up becoming a big money venture over time.
1: Yeah, we in in the grand scheme of things, Russia definitely lost.
0: They they lost out. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, yeah. A lot. Of, I mean, a lot of resources, a lot of a lot of stuff. Um, eighteen sixty seven, Cy Young, major league baseball pitcher, uh, is born. Uh, and he is known for having the most wins of all time with 511. Yeah. Which is, uh, I included it cause it's opening day. Yeah. This week for the Reds who are also history fact, the oldest baseball franchise started in 18. I was it's 1869, I believe. But people forget, I mean, Reds
0: often suck at least often in, in but back in the day, history, yeah, we were banging, right?
1: Yeah. Back in the day, they're a really good team. And, um, People, I feel like, don't give them enough recognition for being the first team, like, the first professional team, which is kind of cool. Um, also, uh, Cy Young, 511 wins. I, I know a lot of people don't give a shit about sports ball, and understandably so, but uh, nobody's ever going to get to that number again. Ever? and Not even close. Like, people talk about, people that know stuff about baseball, sports ball, like, they'll probably might not be another 300-win pitcher. Just just the way that like they do rotations with pitchers. And, okay. Like, like back then he was just pitching probably like almost every day.
0: Right. He was the guy. So therefore yeah. it's like you had to do this to maintain your career.
1: Yeah, he probably like pitched like four or five games in a row and just pitch pitched into his arms. He you know, literally needed to stop for that's wild. A day or two and or then
0: anything. think about the pay rates, like that's so insane. He did it for like X amount of money, which granted once again, inflation. You know, it would have been more. but It, it like, probably
1: was still – I got to imagine that the professional baseball players even in, like, once it was, like, a organized league and people were coming to the games, uh, like, even really early on in like the early 1900s, like, people were – there were crowds at those games, man. Oh, yeah. So I got to think that those guys were probably making, like, what, like, a normal fucking average Joe was making or something, you know? Probably making a normal
0: living. But that's what I'm saying. Least. But now imagine the contracts now. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, oh no. So yeah, blown out. Like, hey, dear Cheetah, you know, make a bunch of hey, money so you can Gita. date Madonna. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like that, but it's just, like, so much money, dude. But So much money. But he made 511 wins, dude. That's cranking. <laughs> dude, that's cranking. That's fucking cranking. I'm uh, not a big sports ball guy, but... I know cranking when I see.
1: I say knows cranking when he hears it. Next thing I got is 1870, the 15th Amendment guaranteeing the right to vote regardless of race passes.
0: About time.
1: Yeah, uh, f- took him five years after. I mean, I guess that's like, I don't know, like it was five years after. Um, the ratification of slavery. It's
0: so crazy to me. And maybe this is going to be a oh, the slavery. I'm I do f- not understand that. why voter suppression is such a fucking thing. It bugs yeah, me. and it bums me out. It always has since it was explained to me down to gerrymandering, down to all that. The gerrymandering gets me because it's
1: still a thing. It's blatant. Literally I mean, in, blatant, season, blatant, in, blatant. in
0: the whole last big Republican convention, And this is a news thing I didn't cover because there's so much. But we were literally—you watch these Republicans, these whatever—they're talking and they're bold about it. They're like, "We are going to stop these votes. We're going to stop the steal. We're going to have so much gerrymandering." They're just saying these things, and these are the kind of things that stop people from being able to vote in the way they're allowed to vote. And down to the point they want to stop the mainland, and it's like these are literally. Like it's I don't know if it's in the constitution. I'm not the smartest guy, guys. But these <laughs> this would be a right to be able to vote. And I and I I it takes me back, and I know this is kind of a tirade but just even when we were allowed to vote, the idea of you get to the voting office and you have to prove that you can vote, like you have the capacity. It's like, what are you talking about? I'm here, I'm an American citizen. Let yeah. me vote. It should just be that easy. And I, I it's crazy to me that women have had to fight. People of color have had to fight. That if you are poor, it's nearly impossible sometimes for you to find a way to be able to get to the voting station. And I don't understand why it's constantly a yeah. thing. And it's like we have to fight tooth and nail just to do that.
1: So the next thing I got is in 1878. Jack Johnson is born. Not the Jack Johnson you're thinking of.
0: Which Jack Johnson am I thinking of?
1: I will sit and wait (laughs) and wish...
0: Curious George soundtrack. Oh, uh, all, right, uh, beach, all right. Beach vibes.
1: All yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, yeah. I'm
0: accepted now. I was not. I was like, I take your
1: like college girlfriend to like a concert. Like that's the concert you take her to. Okay. Jack Johnson.
0: All right. <laughs> I, I was not that aware guy. of Jack Johnson and his and his work, but Curious George. All right, You right. Don't all. know
1: Jack Johnson.
0: No, I don't. I mean, I've been living in a kitty bottom. Apparently,
1: it's not like. <laughs> The most famous, but he's pretty. pretty famous. He's known anyway. I'm lacking. Well, no, this Jack Johnson was the. uh He was born in 1878, and he was the first African American boxer to become world heavyweight champion. Okay,
0: with the hands.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah! So people that know boxing know Jack Johnson. Yeah, he's he's uh like the up there with the Rocky Marciano's and the Muhammad
0: Ali's. Mm-hmm. And, he's in that caliber.
1: And uh, the next thing I got here is, in 1886, Coca-Cola goes on sale for the first time at a drugstore in Atlanta. Okay. It's doctor, <laughs> it's doctor, it's inventor Dr. John Pemberton claims he can cure anything from hysteria to the common cold.
0: That's when they had more cocaine in it, though, right? Not, like, a ton, but there was, like, actual cocaine in there, I think? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. If you got nippers in there, i mean, just gonna help anything. You know? Yeah, I mean, if you're putting actual cocaine in your in your drink, I'm I'm sipping. You
1: can you can claim it's fixing just about anything. Yeah. And in the 1880s, I don't know if a lot of people were calling you on that.
0: No, I'm not saying bullshit. In
1: 1889, the Eiffel Tower in Paris officially opens on the left bank as part of the exhibition of
0: 1889. Oh, how romantic. Hmm. And
1: um, douchebags have been taking their girlfriend there to propose.
0: Red <laughs> just laying it out there.
1: I mean, how unoriginal? Let's, let's be real. Cliche. I don't care if you're from France. I don't care like if you spent all this money to take your girl to Paris and take her to the Eiffel Tower. Like that's that in itself is nice. But then you're gonna like propose to her there, like.
0: Jump off, jump off a bridge. Look, I okay, know. counterpoint, though, I Brad. About that extreme, counterpoint, like, Brad. I'm gonna say if you take me all the way to Paris, you didn't make me book a passport. You didn't take me all the way here to this romantic place, and I, I'm, I'm gushing. I would be excited. And if you do that, you give me that basic run. Okay, I'm down. I'm down for the whole ride. Jose is so basic. I'm, I'm really easy. to Please, <laughs> I mean, shoosh. is like. You a little old me to Paris and you didn't film me with baguettes and croissants. How could I say no? <laughs> oh, man. All right, well. Happily ever after.
1: Guess I'm taking you to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 1903. A regular radio news service begins between New York and London.
0: Okay. Telephone, so, telephone.
1: Yeah, that's that's pretty, uh, pretty cool. It's pretty, like, Feature features getting there.
0: Once again, we are, are jumping from Pony Expresses. There were hidden telephones. We got radios,
1: you know, <laughs> radio transmission. It's
0: wild. International at that? It's like a century and a half time. Like
1: in nineteen oh nine, the Queensboro Bridge in New York opens. It's the first double decker bridge and links Manhattan and Queens.
0: Okay. Uh, right. I, can, I can't.
1: I I I read that and uh, I was low key expecting you to sing it, but every time I I read it, I'm just thinking, uh, "Queensboro Bridge tonight." Oh yeah, I I wanna wanna do.
0: Cash my check check and drive right home to you, (laughs) cause baby, all my life I will be driving home to you. (laughs) (laughs) But actually, this is a weird new segue. Uh Biden is I know Kevin James won't see us. He's he's chill. He's mad chill. He better he's be. He's mad chill. We watch grown-ups for him. Yeah, um, we just
1: we just nobody else in 2021 is gonna represent King of Queens just, <laughs> and
0: just shout out. So but Biden is pushing an infrastructure plan. And one of these things that he's trying to do is say, Hey, we're gonna Put a bunch of money into the roads and stuff and bridges and things like that. So something like the Greensboro Bridge might be something that sees some potential, you know, I guess, construction, remodeling, rebuilding. So something to think about on the horizon that we may keep you posted on if it gets any traction. But, you know, continue, sir, Brad. In 1910,
1: Carl Harris perfects the process for the artificial synthesis of rubber.
0: Ooh, bouncy, bouncy. And um... rubber band man, wow! that's the Taliban, sorry, that was gonna happen. We should, yeah, we should have had like nine on my right. Forty-five. Okay, I don't want to go any further. Yeah. It's like uh, that's enough. And yeah, you know. we, we. I feel like we sing too much. Maybe, maybe not. Or not enough. Or maybe, yeah, maybe not enough. Maybe we should make a musical podcast. Nineteen
1: eighteen, daylight savings time goes into effect throughout the United States for the first time. Okay, that's like half good when I get the hour, but yeah, then... exactly half good, half. Chitty. Uh-huh. Shitty. Shitty. Because you just get like, you, you're, you're asleep and you're like, oh, I went to bed at this, uh, at midnight, or, or I went to bed at like 10 p.m. Yeah. And I I, I got to wake up at 6 a.m. So I'm going to get eight hours of sleep, right? But nope. It jumps forward in the middle of the night and steals that hour. It just wrenches it away from so, you. So, you know, eight hours went on the clock, but you only got seven hours of sleep. Yeah, they, You got lied to. That's a scam. That's a scam. Yeah, dude. I <laughs> to get super, super heated about daylight saving.
0: I mean, actually, I have a story. Um, You're on a booty call, and you're like, yeah, you know, I'm getting out a little late, but it's not too bad. Two something in the morning. Yeah, I'm going to get some sleep, though. Next thing you know, it's three in the morning. And oh, it's like, well, man. I guess maybe I'm almost like two hours away from McDonald's. And then you stay up, and you have a whole long day. And it's like, I mean, it's whatever. But... You like savings? Personal. That's your fault. That was very personal. Yeah. <laughs>
1: 1929, the yo yo is introduced in the United States by Louis Marx. Now, I just think that's funny because like, I like that they know the guy that in- introduced the. It- this motherfucker, Louis Marx, just shows up with a yo yo one day. Slanging. Who is this guy? <laughs> Some cool cat. Yeah. It's down the corner. Walk in the dog. Walk in the
0: dog. Where's the dog? Yo, yo. I,
1: I like to think that like the slang and yo-yo are somehow like
0: they're they're connected somehow. Yeah. I also like to think that Louis Marx and Karl Marx are related somehow, but who knows?
1: He's the son of Karl Marx. <laughs> He's like my dad thought life is all about, you know, like the working class. Unifying, blah, blah, blah. And like Or, like, the big government. Like, the government controlling everything. But, like, I just think life is about yo-yo.
0: <laughs> just making the fucking fence thing. Gentleman's Bridge. I don't know any of the yo-yo terms anymore. But
1: what dad thought was about Marxism. But it's really about yo-yos. It was always about yo-yos.
0: <laughs> it's like that meme
1: with, like, the guy in outer space. And it's, like, the other astronauts get the... Oh, camera. yeah. It
0: was about I yo-yos. this was, Yeah. <laughs> it always was about was yo-yos. <laughs>
1: Oh man. And uh in nineteen thirty one, Vernie Jackie Mitchell becomes the first woman to play for an all-male pro baseball team in an exhibition game against the New York Yankees. And she strikes out both Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Damn. You two s- two legends if you if you give a shit about the
0: sports ball days. You could say she was in a league of her own. Game.
1: Oh damn! Oh,
0: that's right. It's a movie reference.
1: That was.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: like, I'm I'm proud of you for that one. Thank I like you, it. thank you, thank you. Note to self: We gotta add the air horn to the to the soundboard. Yeah, I mean,
0: human beatbox has always been a thing, but you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, no, but talk about talk about a bad bitch though. Yeah. Jackie Mitchell striking out Babe, knocking Ruth him out Lingard. the park,
0: dude. 1932.
1: Charles Limburg pays over fifty thousand in ransom for his kidnapped son. Wow! Um, and I included that because, like, the Lindbergh baby was a Charles Limburg was like the biggest yes, celebrity the in the Limber world at the baby, time. Basically. Yes. Yeah, and, and Lindbergh – just Google Lindbergh baby. It's a it's a whole it's a whole thing. I mean, not only like I said, was he arguably the biggest celebrity in America or in the world, just about, but uh, then his baby gets kidnapped, and then that's like the biggest story. Mm-hmm. And uh and fifty thousand dollars in nineteen thirty is
0: okay quite a bit now of money. now this is the question I'm gonna ask you, Brad. This what? is an impromptu thing. Would you pay would you pay a ransom? Oh pff, no, I'll just make another one. Oh, my, kidding, god. No. oh my god. No,
1: <laughs> no forget, of course. No, especially if you're well, Charles especially if you're Charles Lindbergh, he had money.
0: Well my thing is I- the question of would you cooperate with the police, would you like do what the you're not supposed to quote unquote or
1: I don't I mean that's tough you cause, know because I've had property stolen from you before, not like a childish property, but i've I've had like money and property stolen from you
0: before and we're gonna isolate all these bits by the way, sorry gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah Brad Hayes kids would just make another
1: <laughs> and then uh yeah, right and then I trusted the police to take care of it, and they didn't. And if I would have just shown up with a baseball bat and just went and took my shit back, I probably have got my shit back. But I mean, that's
0: the theory. That's the hope.
1: And, then- and, and if I have a similar situation with, like, you know, like my kid gets kidnapped, and like I'm like, I can do some, uh, what's it, some Liam Neeson taken situation? Yeah. And I, or like, if, if I if I have like a, a situation, like if I have to trust the police to handle it, or I have a scenario where maybe I can
0: handle it. I don't know that I'm trusting the police to handle it. And that's fair. I, I feel you. My only thing, and this is something I've mulled over because I hear these kind of these things in, in the news or what have you, but like, let's say we pay the people and they say, okay, we have your money. Now we want more. Uh, and it's like, no, 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 no. I paid you this ransom. Give me my child back. Or give, me, <laughs> no, 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 no. give me my wife back. Whatever. That's my wife. Give me my wife. So- I'm torn on that. Do you say, okay, I'm going to just throw this money at you and hope you give me back my alive person or, you know, actually cooperate with the cops who like, you're probably kind of right. They're not going to do shit. They're going to be like, we'll do our best. Oops. They died. Especially the 1930s police. Like true. They were on the take anyway. They might've been involved. Who knows? So I don't know. Sorry. That's a tangent. I just, I had to ask the question.
1: Um, in 1936, Bruno Hoffman, killer of the Lindbergh baby, is executed. Damn. That's four years after uh, the this kidnapping. That's some comeuppance. I, and I've and i always heard a lot of conspiracies around this case, so I don't want to speak too much, but I... I think I might have as well. I Yeah, I've always heard that uh, Lindbergh himself or, and or his wife might have... I think it was he had a wife. Um almost positive. Yeah. But anyway, I heard that like there might have been like a, it might have been an inside situation, mm-hmm. you know. Um and they like a cover up kind of deal. And I don't know how this Bruno Hopman person ended up, you know, becoming the Limberg baby killer, or if they if they actually definitely definitely know it was him. But um just Always heard a lot of conspiracies around that story. Just look up the Lindbergh uh, baby case. It's, it's pretty interesting, honestly. And the next thing I got is 1943 Rogers and Hammerstein's first collaboration, Oklahoma, opens on Broadway.
0: Oklahoma, I've actually seen that one. Okay, let's go. He <laughs> said, okay. Oklahoma uh, kind of busts. It's like, when I initially saw it, I'm like, okay, so Technicolor Cowboys, all right, whatever. But then he's, like, lifting her up and then doing all <laughs> the dancing and all this stuff. It's a cool performance. Yeah, man. Uh,
1: and Rogers and Hammerstein, like, that's uh, – they're, like, the Tom Brady. and <laughs> Just trying to
0: make, like, some bro. <laughs> they're, they're very goaded. They're yeah, very yeah, good, Yeah. yeah.
1: Like a like like the Jordan and Pippin.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, oh, yeah, like, like the, I wrote it. Or like the Cohen brothers, kind of, but for yeah, musicals, okay. you, you know. Okay. Actually, that might be weird credit because I feel like their musicals might be a little bit more straightforward than a Cohen <laughs> brothers production. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Status symbol wise.
1: 1944, the U.S. Supreme Court rules that Black citizens are eligible to vote in all elections, including primaries. Good. This goes back
0: to the it's like, why yeah, the fuck more was more expansion on what we should have already been yeah, exactly. doing? Yeah. But hey, at least we're not counting jelly beans anymore. <laughs> Fucking dumb. 1948, Al Gore uh, is
1: born. Uh, goes on to become <sighs> Vice President uh, to William J. Clinton. If you didn't know, Bill Clinton's name william j clinton okay the j stands for bj <laughs> <laughs> Cre- creepy bill clinton boys <laughs> uh, but yeah he was he's was, uh, he's clinton's vice president for eight years from 93 to 2001 yeah crazy uh, times also is responsible for uh keeping the world safe from man bear pig <laughs> man Bear pig, i'm super serial. and he's super serial, guys 1958, the National Advisory Council on Aeronautics is renamed NASA.
0: Nice. Okay. We're in space, baby.
1: We're in space, baby. Baby doggy.
0: Hey, (laughs) boo-boo.
1: Hey, boo-boo. We're in space. We're passing the moon. Uh, 1961, the 23rd Amendment allowing residents of Washington, D.C. to vote for president is ratified. Which I thought was weird, because uh, they weren't letting motherfucking people that lived in Washington, D.C. vote for president until 1961.
0: You're like the hub of our nation.
1: Yeah, like, I always forget that Washington, D.C. is, like, not a part of our country. Definitely. It's included,
0: but not included.
1: Yeah. It's, it's it always confusing. 1963, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King begins the first non-violent campaign in Birmingham, Alabama. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it was a very... Very nonviolent, m- m- Like, just my monumentous occasion, because it's one of those things where that. it was obviously a controversial take to say, look, we're going to make these protests, but we're not going to be violent any kind of way. We're not going to respond to any of it because that's a human reaction and that's what they know that
1: yeah, exactly. what they
0: want, and it's kind of baiting.
1: very hard to not So it's like we're going to gonna that.
0: buck that. like We're literally going to go against the grain here and statement. do nothing here. Yeah. We're going to go to these places and just be here and exist, and we're going to show the problem by being here and kind of enduring it.
1: Yeah, I always thought sit-ins were... I mean, sit-ins and the nonviolent violent protests definitely got their point across.
0: Yeah, because when you saw that on, on, on TV, you heard about it. Like, mm. it's, The images stick with you.
1: The next thing here is, uh, in 1966, an estimated 200,000 anti-war demonstrators marched in New York City. Uh, obviously protesting the Vietnam War. Um, I also, I I thought that was cool because two hundred thousand anti two hundred thousand people marching? That's a lot of that's a lot of people in the streets. That's a big protest.
0: Yeah. And once again, visuals are everything there. So like when you get these things on camera, it's like you, you get it now, right? Like you see it now, right? Like yeah. it's the bold text that people really kind of want to ignore. In
1: nineteen sixty eight, Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. is assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee um so only what was that only five years after it was such a short
0: span and it's like martin luther king's life obviously he did so many things before these protests had picked up and things like that there's a reason he made a name in the scene and just the whole arc of that moment where it's like he's making all these strides talking to all these people making just such an impact and then is silence like that. It was, I, I imagine it was such a crazy moment. Like, it's yeah, it, it had
1: to be crazy to like be alive, yeah, during that time. And, and un- especially understanding, like, if you're somebody who understood the impact that he was making on the world at the time, yeah, and just to see that just snuffed is uh, definitely would be crazy. Um, him. JFK, are you know Robert Kennedy? It's unfortunate. Like, seems like the world might have been a little better if they could have stuck around for a little longer.
0: And just as such a close cluster of those moments, like, it's so it's crazy get the conspiracies with of all of them, right, know. right, right. But it's just one of those things where I couldn't imagine living in that time. Uh, my father, he was born and lived through that kind of era.
1: Yeah, your dad and, was a bit older.
0: hmm So it's just one of those things where knowing he experienced that, hearing that over a radio one day. Like, I mean, granted, we had nine eleven and we have big events things like that, but just assassinations of people of these kind of levels who have that kind of impact. It's just crazy it happened so close together.
1: Um and what's even who's even remotely I mean, I know we also obviously like on the scale or also you
0: know this, my, um it's different uh assassination different person different motivations but malcolm x was also assassinated during this time frame and that was crazy just because it's like that's a whole thing because it was kind of like in-house like a whole other thing yeah. but crazy just how many people were just speaking out making impact and then immediately just silence it's yeah I'm it was saying, like Wild West. Like,
1: who's even comparable to Martin Luther King nowadays? Not even in terms of like what they're doing, but like, like who's the, who's that big of a cultural figure? Like, who's in,
0: like, you know? I just in the current time, I it'd be it's kind of hard to say, um, especially because I'm not even saying like positive
1: cultural impact. Like, like he like he made. I'm just saying like like somebody who's I don't know like. Like like I don't know, maybe like Obama like if Obama would have uh, gotten assassinated that would have been like
0: something. Yeah, more, like, the the closest most closest recent I can think is of. like Huey Huey Newton like that kind of shit happened. Um, I mean he was very much in my opinion besmirched by the government and that's a whole other conspiracy you can say or whatever. Mm. But I mean he was very active and had a lot of very active political things to say. And next thing you know, he was gunned down in his home and, you know, all these drugs and all that other shit. But I mean, yeah, something like Obama definitely had a, a lot of impact in this world. And I think he still does too. Uh, I just, post. I just feel
1: like that would be like the closest to um, like, if that would have happened, with i of course glad it didn't. Um, it, it's probably like, if I just had to imagine what it would feel like to to go through like the assassination of Martin Luther King
0: yeah I'd be um, pretty it, crazy I know Jesse Jackson actually was there he was at the hotel and you know it was right next to him when it happened hearing his accounts were pretty intense that actually
1: is interesting I didn't know that yeah um last fun fact about that too is if you go to Memphis uh, I was there uh, what we'll getting it's a good it's a fun city but um if you if you ever are in Memphis You can go to that hotel, and they had the whole room. Like really, they left the whole hotel the way it was that day. Like all the cars parked in the parking lot. It's not just his room. It's like all the cars in the parking lot and everything. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It just looks like you like were transported back to the '60s. The next thing is in 1973, the last U.S. troops were withdrawn from Vietnam.
0: Nice, good about time. Yes, I'm gonna say that a lot. I bet (laughs) this podcast.
1: In uh, 1974, Hank Aaron ties Babe Ruth's home run record. Nice. uh, Way to go, Hank. Having a little baseball things this week. Yeah, a little little baseball baseball
0: kick. But, I mean, it's timely. Like I said, once again, with opening day.
1: 1976, eight Ohio National Guardsmen are indicted for shooting – or Kent State students during an anti-war protest on May 4th, 1970.
0: That shit is always, like, a big For thing. For that
1: in Ohio.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That song. Sorry, I should be laughing. Oh my god. Yeah, but I always think about, like, because they always do the representation of that, like, the, like the, the protester walking up and putting a flower in a gun, and the, the guy blowing them up. Ugh, that... And then I've seen some footage of that shit, and it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's,
1: uh... What's
0: the thing I, I never saw footage? footage,
1: but I saw some pictures. And, yeah. And really, like, the, all the stories I've, I've, I've ever heard of it, like, it was just so dumb. Like, what what were the National Guard thinking? I mean, Even, yeah. You know, I, yeah, let's yeah. just fire on these citizens like these college student citizen like it,
0: whatever it's it's cuz we're still so doing gone. that kind of dumb shit today sadly. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. 1981
1: this is actually the last thing on the on the uh, timeline for this week. Okay, before we hop out the time machine, 1981, President Ronald Reagan is shot and wounded in Washington DC by
0: John W. Hinckley Jr. Oh my gosh. This is such a mixture. John Hinckley. John Hinckley. You gotta say his whole name because he tried it. Oh,
1: and uh, his motive for trying to shoot Reagan to impress Jodie Foster. Um, he why did he want to impress Jodie Foster? Oh, because he fell in love with her. How did he fall in love with Jodie Foster? A woman. Uh, he became that. obsessed with her through the movie Taxi Driver. Uh, if you've never seen the movie Taxi Driver, Jodie Foster plays a thirteen-year-old prostitute. Yeah, she is literally twelve or thirteen years old in this movie. Um and he falls in love with 12 year old Jodie Foster and decides that he wants to impress her and the only
0: way to impress her naturally naturally is to shoot Ronald Reagan Ronald Reagan which i mean arguably some might say is the devil but i mean honestly fuck Ronald Reagan honestly fuck Ronald Reagan war on drugs fuck that trickle the- down economics yeah right fuck you
1: uh, oh I ran contra bullshit. Bullshit. You're a, you technically committed high treason. Like anyway, ugh, there's we're not we're not Reagan fans, but
0: no. all the same, Jody deserved to get get deserve
1: to get murdered,
0: and it's a terrible motive to say yeah. Jodie Foster made me do it. All. No, Jodie Foster
1: did. makes me tingle, and yeah. she's also underage, so like I'm really creepy. And also, uh, Jodie Foster. Um, spoiler alert, lesbian. And she wasn't born like gay. She was definitely gay after that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't we allegedly confirmed at post post-assassination attempt. That's what I don't know. We don't know here it now and then, but
1: don't don't listen to me, guys. I'm 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 an idiot. But we're riffing because we're really mad. <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, I mean Like, it's not a it's not a great representation of like of
0: men. I don't know.
1: I'm just saying, if she was leaning, that's a that's a good way to. It's it's, just one of those things
0: where it's it's the whole thing's a mixed bag. And Ronald Reagan, fuck you. But Jodie Foster is a terrible motivation, especially thirteen-year-old Jodie Foster is a terrible motivation. Also, I'm joking.
1: Go back and look at like. Even go back and watch Taxi Driver. You can tell Jodie Foster's gay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> three between the lines. Um, but yeah, that's that's been the history for the week, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah,
1: ending on the weird John Hinley Jodie Foster uh, <laughs> situation. Yeah, um, that's all, that's all we got, Clarice.
0: <laughs> oh, we need some fava beans tonight. <laughs> Um, but uh we did just get our socials together. Um yeah, we got an Instagram, we got an Instagram, we got a Twitter, Facebook, uh Twitter. we got a Facebook set up. Uh right now, Brad, you might enjoy this. our current tag to find us is at now brad. At now brad. <laughs> at now brad. At now brad. <laughs> at now underscore brad. Oh my god. I kind of don't want to change it because it just kind of rolls off the tongue and it kind of spunky. Yeah, but I, like I don't it. know, you know. Um, but yeah, you can definitely reach us. We also have the now and then podcast gang at gmail.com.
1: And I think that's how you find us on social media is the, you know, our podcast of course is now and then with Brad and Isaiah, Mm -hmm. but I think it's, if I'm not mistaken is on uh, social media where now and then podcast gang. Yes. On Instagram, Facebook, Mm -hmm. um, and of course our email now
0: and then podcast gang at gmail.com yep and uh, Spotify is definitely gonna be the best way to find us for right now yeah, uh, we, the
1: best way to listen We
0: might be expanding into other potential platforms uh, we are available on some subsidiaries but Spotify is definitely the best place
1: And uh, we appreciate you guys listening
0: and, and
1: uh, we'll, we'll try to try to improve further and uh, get back to you guys with more news on our lives and the world and history
0: for next week. Or maybe we might just keep it slutty. Who knows? Maybe this will be the last episode. We'll
1: just say fuck it and not just not come back. Anything is possible. Anything um, is possible.
0: Life is chaos. Life is chaos. And chaos (laughs) is a ladder. Keep climbing that shit. We'll see you next week though.
1: (laughs) Just fade out with that.
0: Yes. (laughs) We out, motherfuckers. We out. Thank you.